So the other day they had a story come out of Manhattan and this woman, they calling her the Soho Karen. Now on our news channel, sister Vicki Dillard had made a video about this story and shout out to sister Vicki uh, for doing that. But we want to give some more information in this podcast about this particular Karen. So they have unmasked these, the, what they call the Soho Karen. So they said that she already had a rap sheet with two arrests in the last year alone. They say one for public intoxication and another for drunk driving. So see, she don't even care about people on the highway whatsoever. She put in other people's lives at risk drunk driving. I always said that if you get in the car drunk driving, I personally hope you hit a tree because at least if you hit a tree, you hurt yourself. You didn't kill up an innocent family because you decided to get behind the wheel. It doesn't make no sense in this time period to do something like that. So her name is Maya Taylor Ponsetto. She's 22 years old. She was identified by actually the New York post on Thursday as the so-called woman wanted by the NYPD for tackling the 14 year old young brother who she falsely accused, accused of stealing her iPhone at the Manhattan hotel last week. Now they said Ponsetto who is said to have checked out of the Ario, I'm sorry, the Arlo hotel three days prior to the attack. It said appears to have been far from home as they reported her last known address was in sun Valley, California. Now they were saying photos circulating on social media suggest that Ponsetto is a aspiring model. I don't know what that means. And a former cheerleader at semi Valley high school. It said he also um, uncovered uh, more details about the young woman's most recent past through police reports and court records bearing her name. It showed in February, 28, 2020, uh, she was, uh, had a public intoxication charge in Beverly Hills. They say that case is still pending with the court date scheduled for January 28, 2021. Three months later, she was arrested again in Calabasas, uh, a rich celebrity enclave in Los Angeles, which they say is home to, you know, people like Kim Kardashian and et cetera. For drunk driving on May 28th, she was booked on four misdemeanor counts, two for drunk uh, driving and the other for driving a suspended license and one for unlawful use of a driver's license. Boy, I mean, this chick, since she pleaded no contest, a DUI charge and a sentencing hearing is scheduled for January 14th. So this Soho Karen is just an all around criminal, isn't she? Then they said that she was, in, she was named in a civil case involving for eviction for non-payment in August of 2019. So now she will get charged up on some charges. Now, um, you know, the, when you see in the video, she went and just lunged at that young brother and her, his dad, you know, was there to defend him, accusing the young brother of stealing her iPhone. Now this is the thing with, with these Karens, uh, brothers and sisters, these Karens out here, they are a creation of white supremacy and these Karens are allowed to get away with, they get away with sometimes to provoke black people so they can actually get black people caught up on something or actually do something because back in the day, you have to understand the Karens was used to start a lot of, you know, mob attacks, etc. 
they'll lie on a black man. Oh, he looked at me. The Karens will say that. Oh, I felt uncomfortable. And then here they come with like a hundred of them trying to burn black people out of their homes, shoot black people out of their homes, do all kinds of things they was doing to black people back in the day. And they talk about the Karens. You have to understand the Karens have been very instrumental in maintaining white supremacy. Karen is the mother of white supremacy. Don't never separate that. White supremacy will never continue if it has not been for these Karens. Understand? The woman is the first teacher of the child. Just like what we say, if you can get a bunch of revolutionary sisters in a community, if you can get at least 90% of the sisters to be revolutionary, guess what's going to end up happening? Those women have children, they're going to teach their children to be revolutionary. And then that generation is going to be, you know, revolutionary that grow up. So this is why white supremacy always tried to get at uh, the sisters by doing multiple things like trying to make sure to have an uneven um, way that we treat each other. In other words, they rather elevate the black woman over the black man. But in their group, they don't elevate the white woman over the white man. They make sure the white man stays on top. Understand? Um, they try to emasculate black men. They do all the things they can and, and, and understand something. They have to actively do this. It's not something that we just roll over on. They got to have freaking armies and guns and everything to deal with black men. And they have to constantly invest time and money into that. They don't do that with other groups of men because other groups of men, they know they'll roll over. That's why they don't do it to them. They, they trying to get on team white supremacy. We're not trying to get on team white supremacy like that, but understand she is the mother of white supremacy. She keeps it going. She birthed their children. She makes sure to teach their, her, the children that she has a privilege and she has a right to accuse you of something. And you are supposed to sit up there and just take it. You don't supposed to have no response, anything. This is what she learned in her household brothers and sisters. This is why it is imperative for black folk for, for our safety is to socially distance for the rest of our lives. Because if you socially distance for the rest of your life, you minimize your chances on dealing with the Karen here. Now I know, you know, this, this brother and, 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 and his father don't notice ignorant fool. <laughs> don't know her whatsoever, but this is what happens. Now, the bad part about it is that the manager was accommodating her behavior instead of saying, well, you know what, what's your phone number? Let me call the phone. And then, you know, if that's, you know, your phone, then we, we know, but no, what up happening. If you know the story, a Uber driver came back and said, Hey, I think, you know, one of your guests forgot their phone. And she got her phone back. But did she come out and make a public apology and say, I want to apologize to this young man for physically attacking him? You know, I would like to you know, talk to him if I can, because I know this is embarrassing for him. No, no, no. She felt that she can just treat black people any kind of old way and do whatever she want to to black people. And that stuff right there, you know, is a, is a major problem, and that needs to stop. But we as black folks have to make it stop because if, if you just think calling them out is just going to do it. No, they have to be made examples out of when these things happen. 
We can't say, oh my God, did you see what they did to me? No, uh-uh, not at all. You have a right to self-defense. You have a right as black people to protect your children. And you want to teach your children. You don't tolerate nothing from no Karen, no Kevin. At, no, because they have to be known the first time that when they mess with you as a young black man or a black woman, they're messing with the right one. They're messing with the right one. You got to let them know that because if you don't let them know that the moment they, they meet you, you got to have a certain energy about you as well. That energy that they were like, man, I don't know about that one. I, I, I don't see no Sambo in him. I don't, I don't see no shucking and jiving and, and bucking the eyes in him. I, I don't see him or her look, looking, looking for, for the, the, the Popeye's butter biscuits. You know, I, I don't see that. You know, I actually see that he, 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 he or her not looking, looking for my validation that they don't, you know, think my opinion matters for anything. You understand? We got to teach our children that, that that's going to protect your children from dealing with some of these Karens out here. It's some of you, you know, you may be more a little hardcore on the, on the white supremacist male, but some of you, you know, dismiss or even soft hearted at times to the white supremacist female. And you cannot, you cannot dismiss them whatsoever. It is dangerous to dismiss them. Dismissing them has gotten a lot of people jammed up and a lot of people killed. You sit up there and let them infiltrate your groups. Y'all done that a lot in recent times. And then you look up then your whole group is infiltrated. And now it go from talking about a black issue to talking about something else, intersectionality, LGBT, anything that, that we not even talking about at that time period, they use their women to get in there. Their women is the weapon that they use. These Karens, they use them. And we got to look at the Karens actually a little bit more dangerous than even the male. Cause you see the male do the majority of the violence, but she get in there and she gets you to tell all your secrets. You know, she she gets you to not be suspicious of her. And then when she act like this, now listen, you say, you see how this media has even tried to handle her. Now imagine if this was a young black woman, 22 years old, and you had a white father and a, and a, and a uh, you know, 14 year old, you know, Mzungu male and a black woman just tackled, you know, this, you know, teenager, you know, good and well, they would have found her <laughs> in a day or two and they would have had charges waiting on her charges would have been waiting before they even got to say, Oh, we got some assault charges. We got uh, battery. We got, you know, uh, crime against a minor charges. They would be having the charges stacked up on her. Now I'm not saying they're not going to charge her because they say they're looking for her and they want to charge her uh, with something or another. But the fact is it wouldn't have been that long. What we have to do as black people, as black parents is prepare our children, especially living in Babylon to deal with racism, white supremacy. We must prepare them to do so. You are a horrible parent. If you did not prepare your child for that, you understand you are a horrible parent because you are not preparing your child to deal with the world. They're going to live in, especially if you are living here in Babylon, if you don't want to prepare your children for that, 
and you say, I'm not, I don't want my kids knowing about that. Well, you better move to the continent or something like that where they ain't got to deal with the Karens on a normal basis. Then, then maybe you could, you could be like my kids on Cause you listen, when you go to the continent, they don't really know about white supremacy and racism like that because they don't endure it. They don't deal with it. They, they know more about what's going on with, with different tribes. They know more about, you know, culture, nationality, whatever, like how they identify themselves. And they know that, you know, when a Mazungu come in, they're a foreigner and they got to move a little different when they go over there versus over here where they just feel like they can just do you any old thing, tackle you like that, seeing you got their stuff. You know, they listen, the word of a Karen has caused, you know, black folks to be put on death penalty. You know, it's caused black, you know, black people to lose their lives with, with, with so-called, you know, I call it terrorist riots they had, and nobody talks about that. You know, this little Karen gets away with all kinds of things that she do, but yet the black woman do one little thing. Oh, she's aggressive. Oh, she, she's, you know, manly. She's this, what do you think this Karen's not manly? She's manly as all get out. That's manly to go attack a dude. That's what, that's what other men do. That's extremely manly. And I don't like when they try to put all these stereotypes on black women like, like these Karens don't do anything or these Beckys don't do anything. These chicks do the most. They do the most and they still, you know, get, get cover for it. They can be out here thotting it up. Nobody say anything about that. Drugging themselves, drinking themselves. Nobody say nothing about that, but let a black woman do it and she'll hear about it forever. She can't reform herself because everybody will keep bringing it up about how she's this and she's that. But Karen and Becky, they, they can, you know, do all the same thing. A lot of times, a lot worse, but she can reform herself. See, one thing I'll tell y'all about this system, they always going to try to protect their own. Even in their media, they're going to try to protect their own. They'll maybe talk about their people here and there. And trust me, this wouldn't even been a, a story if it wasn't even brought to social media. That's why I tell people, social media is the media. I'm repeat that a lot. That social media is the media. This so-called mainstream media is following the cues of what we talk about on social media. We don't follow them. That's why when people tell me you should be on BT, you should be on it. No, I don't need to be there. They're they're looking at what I'm doing. They they following it and, and checking out uh, how I, I lay things down. Why why do I need to be on there? I mean, don't y'all realize like TV is just about dead. Nobody watch that. I do better exactly what I'm doing right now. I talk to, to millions of people, you know, every month in the millions, people watch my channel over the month. So I, I don't, I don't need them. I don't. And then why would I sit up there and, and go to a BT and make Viacom all kind of money? And I can sit up there and do it myself and the money comes directly to us. And then I can spread that money to other black people that work for us. Because you know, a lot of them people at, at Viacom is, isn't, isn't black people. So what would it be the point of that? Give, given our intellectual uh, property, our talent to these, to these people. It, 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 like I said, we, we got to think about that brothers and sisters. We got to think about it. That's not the way we handle things. 
because when the Mzungu owns their media, they're not saying, ooh, let me go try to get on a, a black platform. They're not focused on that. They focus on building their own and they use their, their media to protect their own, even this Karen. They're not going to sit out there and, and demonize her too much. She may get a little of it, but she's not going to get everything. Okay. So now they said when the scuffle ended and her phone was found by Uber and returned to her, it said that she just did not, did not, did not, uh, want to do the right thing whatsoever. So now, you know, Benjamin Crump, you know, he's, he, he's involved with it because like I say, his dad and his mother's name is cat. The boy's name, uh, mother's name is cat Rodriguez. And they say, and, and Ben Crump is urging officials to bring charges over the incident. Now they said the, the even new footage that came out that cast light on, on, on the events in the lobby of the Arlo hotel, Manhattan. And they say it shows four people. The woman identified as Ponsetto King, Keon and Keon jr. And another individual standing at the bottom of the stairs and Keon Jr. starts to walk away in the direction of hotel doors. At this point, the woman runs and grabs the young man. You know, like I say, just tackling him, just doing something manly. Okay. So the good thing is and how, how they identified her is when that mask came off. Okay. So she says that, you know, she put out that she's willing to cooperate in any police investigation but she has not been contacted by investigators, nor has she reached out herself. Well, obviously, if you want to cooperate, why don't you reach out? You know, you know they're looking to talk to you. Why don't you reach out? That's exactly what you should be doing, right? So, just another, just another story of the Karens, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Just another story of the Karens out here, just. <laughs> Doing the most. That's why I say it, 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 it amazes me how I watch some, some black folks sit up here and want these people's validation when they do things like this. Now, even, even Bill de Blasio on Twitter said, this is racism, plain and simple. He said, it would be horrific at any age, but especially offensive that happened to a child. Now he apologized and that, that happened to them and say her behavior was a front to our city's values. So uh, boy, what, what can we learn from this? Protect your children at all times, ladies and gentlemen, uh, teach your children about white supremacy at all times. Once again, if you're not teaching them, you, you being a bad parent, don't care what you say, what you say about that. You're being a horrible parent because it's sad when children don't know anything about racism, white supremacy. We got to, got to, got to understand and put the, the, the white supremacist female at the same level as her man. Never, never, never. I'm going to keep repeating that again. Think that she's not in the same boat. Sometimes she's more diabolical because sometimes she get him to, to, to be violent and stir things up when he wasn't even thinking about it at that time period. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying we as black people, you know, we dealing in a country that's all about, um, trying to make our lives a living hell that we live in a one constant microaggression, you know, state every day we, we getting, you know, microaggressions 
dealing with, with Karen's calling the manager, um, being accused as this young brother of stealing something that he didn't even steal without any, any, uh, any proof of anything. She could just charge you up, you know, didn't ask the manager, Hey, well, could you run those cameras and see, you know, maybe I'll drop my phone somewhere if possible, you know, nothing. But you know she's in the wrong because she didn't even want to apologize as she did uh, get her phone back. But we, but you know, like I said, that's to be expected. You know, with these white supremacists, that's to be expected. You know, they they don't they they, they can't do the right thing. I mean, we've we've known that for over four hundred years. So what I'm saying to to you know you ladies and gentlemen is this: watch out for the Karens. I know we laugh at them. I know we we report on them and and everything like that. But they're extremely dangerous. They are extremely dangerous uh, for the life and health of black people. We got to keep our head on the swivel with them at all times. All that calling the manager crap. You know, like I said, 2020 was the year of the Karen. Now you have been equipped and informed in the ways of Karen. So make sure that you, you know, protect yourself and protect your children and act accordingly. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more support of the show helps us to keep going helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.